So hey there friends and welcome to episode 136 of Self Kind with me, Erica Webb. Today we are talking about that feeling of kind of like landing in the same place again. And we're going to talk about it from the perspective of wanting to be doing more movement. Maybe it's a yoga class, maybe it's something else, but feeling like you just kind of never get there. You never show up and kind of being like, oh, you know, I do this all the time. Here I am again. Um, This is inspired by a conversation that I listened to just recently, which I'll share more about just after the intro. So if this sounds like something that you could use a little bit of support with, I know it's definitely something I come up against sometimes. Stay tuned because we're going to dive in. Hi, and welcome to Self Kind with me, Erica Webb. This is a podcast about what it means to be, live, and move through a lens of self kindness. We'll look at the ways self kindness can underpin our practices in movement, mindfulness, and mindset to support us to be and do the things we so desire in the world. I'm thrilled you're here. Let's get into the show. As I said just before the intro, welcome to episode 136. It's Self Kind with me, Erica Webb, and I am, as always, so very thrilled to have you with me. What I wanted to talk about today has actually been inspired by another podcast and conversation that I was listening to um, yesterday when I'm recording this. It's an episode of Movement, um, not Movement, (laughs) Maestro on the Mic with the Movement Maestro and um, her guest, Emily Reid, who is someone I have just recently kind of come across via the Movement Maestro and just love. I just think her work is so fascinating. And she talks a lot about kind of seasonality um, through the lens of Ayurveda and a few other, a few other things. And, And I'm actually thinking as I'm saying this, that perhaps we just get her on the podcast and she can talk a little bit about what she does um, directly. But one of the things that they were talking about, and I'll link that episode that I'm talking about in the show notes as well. But one of the things that they were talking about was this sort of notion of being in the same place again, kind of like, you know, I don't know. I think of it as like that Groundhog Day feeling of like, oh, look, here I am again doing the same thing that I did last time, even though I had the best intentions to be different this time. So I want to talk about this a little bit today because it was one of those, um, I don't know, just one of those things that I was like, yeah, I love I love this way that it was being spoken about and I had some thoughts to add. So I thought, why not dive into that conversation? So um I think that this comes up a lot when we are on a bit of a a mission or a bit of a, we have some drive to change something, right? Like it might be that, yeah, I really want to move more often. I really want to get my, um, you know, I want to be more calm. I want to do these things that are going to make me feel this particular kind of way. I want to be kinder to myself. I want to do that yoga class, whatever it might be. And what can happen so often is we sort of set out with these great intentions and being January, this is a really interesting time to talk about this because January comes with it its own very special kind of energy where we think that, you know, suddenly like today is the day, this is all going to change. And a few weeks into January, January, we might be like, oh, it's happened again. I'm back to where I was before and nothing's really changed. And it happens often because it's a really human thing to do. We tend to just live within our identity, right? And so if we have a 
conscious or subconscious belief that we're just the kind of person who doesn't follow through with things, or we're just the kind of person who treats ourselves poorly, or we're just the kind of person who is too disorganized to show up for something every week, or, you know, fill in the blank there. We we all have these stories about who we are and, and what we do. And and so we always kind of live within that. And so one of the things that can happen is we we hit kind of like go and we're like, right, now it's going to change. This is going to be the new version of, of me or, you know, this this is the time that I'm finally going to get that habit ingrained and I'm going to do it. And then, you know, time passes and we're like, duh, didn't work. And one of the things that I loved that Emily talked about with um, Shantae or the movement maestro was this statement or sentence, here I am again. And that can have this really kind of negative, heavy feeling to it. Oh, here I am again, right? But the way that Emily said it was like, here I am again. It actually had a positive inflection. And I love this because it speaks to the fact that we can learn from our past. We can learn from the fact that things keep repeating. Um, and we get to choose what we're going to do with that information. So one of the things that this brings up for me is that in any instance where we're like, oh my God, here I am again, how, like, how does this keep repeating? We have a moment of choice there where we can either be like, you know, I'm just going to kind of like, yep, that's just who I am. I'm just going to not worry about trying to, to change that. And that's fine if that's what we really want. But if we are trying to shift towards feeling a different way, supporting ourselves to feel kinder towards ourselves, um, whether it be wanting to feel stronger, more centered, more calm, whatever it might be, then there's a lot of really good information in that moment of like, here I am again. Because we have those opportunities to, to kind of like make different choices. And I think that this really points out that change and treating ourselves with more kindness isn't necessarily, you know, a a gold paved path in the sense that it is not easy. It requires conscious effort, conscious choice in the direction of what it is we want. And it's not a final destination. We've talked about this a lot recently of this idea that please dismantle the goalposts and realize that we are not just trying to get there. We are always going to be making these daily moment by moment choices that lead us in the direction of how we want to feel. We don't land in a place where suddenly we're like, well, now I'm self-kind and I get to, to forget about the effort. It just doesn't work that way. We're always, you know, this is, this is work we'll do probably until the day that we leave this earth. That's just how it is. And so, you know, what can we learn? What can we take from the fact that we've been here before in this same pattern of behavior of, you know, maybe not showing up for that yoga class, even though we said we would maybe, you know, consciously knowing that we had a a kind of choice and not taking it doesn't mean that we failed. It doesn't make us bad people. It's just another opportunity to, you know, make a choice. And one of the things that we might do in that moment of choice is be like, okay, here I am again. I didn't show up for that yoga class or I didn't choose kindness or I'm feeling again the way I didn't want to feel. That, you know, dream of feeling more calm and more connected 
feels like a pipe dream at this point. Okay, we can re kind of set and be like, what is it that I need? What support do I need? What, um, yeah, and I think that's a good place to start. What support do I need? This isn't happening, right? This isn't working at the moment. What is it that I need? And it might be that we simply need somebody to support us, right? We might need a coach or a a buddy who is kind of like an accountability support person. We might need more information. We might need, you know, to, to continue to work on our mindset. We might need the support of a therapist, we might need to question and change what our, defini- our definition of enough is when it comes to whatever it is we're trying to change. Is it enough for me today if I'm working towards moving more often? Is it enough for me to show up for five minutes? Yes. I mean, yes is the answer, but we, you might not believe that yet, right? So we have these little moments where we go, okay, what what could do with some tweaking here to help support me to to make this shift and to make this change? I think that when we kind of keep looping back to the same place again, first of all, that's very human because the easiest thing for for the human brain to do is to not change because it's very efficient to stay the same. If it's not broken, why fix it, right? But you wanting, desiring something to feel different is a good reason to move towards that. But again, it doesn't mean it's going to be easy. It doesn't mean that we don't have any effort or yeah, it doesn't mean that there's no effort involved. Sometimes it's really uncomfortable. But I guess it's understanding that we have that moment of choice. I've been having lots of conversations recently around the how of self-kindness. And I'm I'm trying to, to find, I guess, better or more obvious ways of talking about the actual, you know, like, do this than that. <laughs> um, because I realize that sometimes it's like, I love the idea of this, Erica, but how? Like, how do I actually do it? And, and this is kind of, this is kind of it. And I think part of the reason that I struggle to describe it is because it is just these moments of choice and recognizing that we have choice, recognizing that we can choose a different thought, but choosing it once doesn't change it forever. Right. So that's why this becomes this kind of like ongoing practice where, you know, maybe you didn't show up for that yoga practice that you promised you would do today. Okay. You're back to, you know, so this is that feeling of like, here I am again. Didn't do what I said I was going to do. I may as well quit because I'm no good at this. Mm. Moment to pause. Moment to say, do I still want the thing, right? Like, do I still want to feel the way that showing up for that yoga class is going to make me feel? Yes, I do. How can I make this, like, here's my moment of choice. A, I'm not going to talk to myself like that, right? I'm not going to say to myself that I, this is just who I am and I'm the worst and I'm never going to be good enough to show up and, you know, blah, blah, blah. We get to just take a moment and be like, no, I'm not going to believe that. I am doing my best. What other support do I need so that tomorrow I can show up? Or I can show up right now, but just for five minutes. And it's these little conversations that we have with ourselves. It might be that we just say, you know what, Erica, I know you didn't show up for that 60 minute practice. And that is what feels like, you know, the right amount. But also five minutes, I can take five minutes right now and do something. And that is still enough. And that still feeds that thing that I want. And that I'm going to choose for that to be enough today. And there might be a part of your brain that goes, but it's not. 
<laughs> right? And that's the moment where we might go, oh, I'm no good at this. I'm just not cut out for it. But if I told you that I experienced, I experienced the same thing, I wonder if that would make you feel more comfortable and confident about your ability to do it too. Because anytime that we see somebody else doing this and we think, oh my God, they've got this so under control. I think that what's happening is that the person that you're watching is just more comfortable with that process now, right? So I 100% do things that are not kind towards myself, 100%. Um, I still have these moments of like, how am I here again? Like, what am I doing here? <laughs> why did I get back to this place again? Uh, why can't I show up for the things that I that I say I want? This still happens, right? So I don't want you to have any false idea that I am this kind of like unicorn who's got it all figured out. I'm not, but I'm far more comfortable these days with being like, hmm, am I gonna am I gonna buy into that belief? Am I gonna sit with that as a truth, or am I going to choose something that feels kinder and practice that? This is practice, right? And it and it's practice, though, that comes from wanting to be gentler, right? Wanting to be softer, wanting to, well, I'm softer, I don't love that word, because I think in doing this, I have actually become far more bold. I've become far more able to hold my own boundaries. I've been, you know, I, in some ways, I, in some ways, I feel like my personality has become bolder and, and harder edged in some ways, which, you know, probably just speaks more to the fact that I had a significant lack of boundaries before. But um, I've lost my train there a little bit. But my point being that it is just this choice, right? So the doing part, the how part is these moments of choice. And that can sound a little bit like, can you give me a, you know, steps one, two and three, please? Um, But and I can in some ways, but but really this is where the, the magic lies, right? As in these moments of choice and just being like, I choose a different I, I choose a different story. And we're making up stories all the time anyway. Always. So this is just playing into how our brain works anyway. So I think that's kind of all I wanted to say actually about this today. But this idea of kind of like feeling like we constantly loop around to the same place, give yourself a little bit more power and a little bit more credit than to simply be like, well, this is just who I am. Unless you want to do that, right? Like zero judgment on my part. If you want to stay where you are, if that's comfortable, great, like awesome. Um, But if you're like, no, I really want to show up for that movement class because I know that it's going to help support me to feel the way I want to feel. I want to be more calm. I want to be stronger. I want to be more connected. I want to be kinder towards myself then please do yourself the service of not buying into the belief that, you know, you're destined to never change because it's just not true. Um, But we might just have a few false beliefs around what it takes to get there. And, And this effort, this practice doesn't have to be punishing. And in fact, you know, I would suggest that if it is find a better way because it doesn't need to feel punishing. Um, there's a difference between being uncomfortable and feeling punished. Sometimes choosing kindness is uncomfortable. Sometimes showing up for what we said we were going to show up for is uncomfortable, but we can be uncomfortable without punishing ourselves. Sometimes that discomfort, if we know that it's like, this is the sort of discomfort that is kind of like lays ahead of that feeling that I want, right. Of, of whether it be holding a boundary, whether it be um, showing up for that class, whether it be, 
saying no to something, saying yes to something, whatever it is, sometimes that is preceded by a whole lot of discomfort. But we know that we still want what's on the other side and that that and that what lays on the other side is still ultimately kind towards ourselves. Um, Punishment, though, is when we're starting to just be like, well, I should want this. I should do it this way. You're the worst for not doing it. Um, how are you, you know, how are you here again? You're such a loser. You're da, 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 da. like insert whatever language, right? We all know this part. Um, and so, yes, be be in the practice with kindness and compassion and and, and grace for, for the challenge that it sometimes presents, but don't allow it to become a punishment. And in the same way that we we practice just kind of like the pause and the and the shift in the thinking. This is the same, right? The, that line between discomfort and punishment, or that line between, um, yeah, the kindness and the punishment can sometimes feel fine. You know, it can feel like a fine line, which is interesting. I find that interesting, but it it, it has proven to be true uh, for me at least. Um, but yeah, that feeling of coming around again is really normal. Um, and we can learn a lot from it and we can learn a lot about what it is that we need from that. And, you know, often it is just what will support me. And that support can be from yourself. It can be from someone or something external to you. Um, it can be from, you know, simple practical things like, do I actually just need to lay my yoga mat out? Will that kind of be the thing or you know, do I need to, to just choose to do it in my pajamas or whatever? It could be something very practical like that, or it could be, you know, the support that I need is a shift in my mindset. So I'm going to work on that. Or, you know, I need the support of someone to keep me, hold me to account, or, you know, I'm going to hold myself to account, but I'd love a buddy in that process. So those are some ideas. Anyway, I will link up um, that episode with Emily and uh, Maestro in the show notes. It's a really awesome listen. Um, Emily, if you're listening, expect an invite for an interview on the podcast too. I would love to um, dive into that with you as well. Um, But if any of you listening have got questions about this, thoughts about this, you know I would love to hear them. Uh, You can come over and find me on Instagram at ericaweb underscore selfkind. Drop me an email, erica at ericaweb.com.au. I would just love to hear from you and um, I don't often ask for it, but if you have been listening and you haven't yet subscribed or rated or reviewed the show, that would mean so much to me. You can do that over on Apple Podcasts. Um, You just scroll down to the bottom and there's an option there to um, pop in some stars and to write a review. And it seems like such a small thing, but I cannot even begin to tell you how much um, it means to me when I see those. So thank you if you've ever left one. If you're willing to leave one, I would be so very grateful. Um, and if there's someone that would be, you know, in your life that you think, oh, they need to hear this too, um, share it with them. I would love that. All right. If you've got questions, come find me. I hope that your week is a wonderful one and I will talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Self Kind. If you loved it, why not share it? And while you're there, take the time to subscribe, rate and review the show. I'd love you to come hang out with me more too. You'll find me over on Instagram at ericaweb underscore selfkind. And you can sign up for my e-newsletter by heading to my website, ericaweb.com.au. While you're there, you can also read up more about the Self Kind Hub and other ways of working with me. Until next time, keep being kind to yourself. Bye.